Hello and welcome to Soap Secrets. Now, we're going to start today's episode by talking about Emmerdale, please. Claire Rock. <laughs> Claire Rock, the expert, is joining me now. Shall we talk about Emmerdale to start with? Yes, yes. Hi, Hannah. So this is... Um, this is another good week in Emmerdale. There's lots going on. So we saw Mina last week try to get Victoria in trouble by kidnapping little Theo, which you, you, you just don't... I mean, imagine how David felt when his son went missing. Even if she didn't hurt him, it's, it's not acceptable. So uh, this week, Mina insists on inviting Victoria, Victoria out for girly shopping time. Ugh. Now, they don't really get on. I mean, they don't really have anything to do with each other. But, you know, this is Mina wants, you know, she, she sees, she perceives Victoria as a threat, a big threat to her relationship with David. Now, we all know that, you know, Mina's killed Leanna. And uh, uh, she, Victoria's desperate to get out of this. Um, uh, Mina is adamant that she should go on this trip. So what exactly does Mina have planned I bet it's not shopping and a jug full of margaritas. No, I really hope this is not another victim. Well, you know, she's, it, she, it could so easily be Victoria, because if you'd have said to me that they would, that the uh, Emmerdale writers would have, have Mina kidnap little Thea, I would have said never, because that's a, I think that's a, you know, that's, that's a horrific thing to do. Mm. So, yeah, any, I say anybody's fair game at this point, and certainly they really Victoria are. is. Oh, storyline, someone's got to catch up with Mina soon, surely. <laughs> no one seems to yeah. realise. Um, and Sarah, she secretly meets up with her, her donor's sister, Chloe. Yes. We talked about this last week about how, how, how you know, Leanna's death really, really upset Sarah and how she wanted to meet the, um, you know, her, her donor's family, find out more about the girl that passed and she has her heart. Now. And uh, so she's meeting up with the donor's sister um, and um, she finally gets to see a photo of Gemma, the, the teenager that gave her her heart. I think this is, oh, I think without, without having counselling, I think this is emotional chaos, don't you? Mm, it's, I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, I, I kind of understand it, uh, but at the same time, this is, you know, yeah, emotional chaos is pro- probably the right thing to say. Mm-hmm. It's massively emotional case. I'm, I, 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 I don't think I could imagine doing that. You know, it's, it's, it's very, very shocking. So it, and I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure, I'll be honest with you, where this storyline is going. Because, yeah. you know, is, is this going to... I mean, Sarah's in emotional chaos because she's coming... She's, you know, she's trying to get a handle on this as she grows into adulthood. But, you know, where does this go? These people live quite close to them. You know, are they going to be friends for life? Is there going to be a massive row? Is Sarah going to have a breakdown? You know, anything could happen. I suppose they're going to. We'll explore all of the emotions that she'll go through. I guess, and I, m- many of those avenues will be right. I mean, they. You yeah. know, it might all be a happy ending, but I doubt it will be a steady path to that ending. No, no. Um, and Liv falls off the wagon. She does fall off the wagon this week. And she does it, she was doing so well, but she meets a couple of young people in the, um, in the wall pack and she gets drunk. She gets massively drunk. She doesn't just get a little bit tipsy like you and me and have a little bit of a giggle, Hannah. With our goldfish bowls of red. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she gets, I can't remember what I did last night drunk. Oh which dear. is quite scary. And she has disturbing flashbacks. So something happens. So just what did happen to Liv 
when she was drunk and is this a wake-up call that she needs I think it I mean I think that should be a wake-up call if you get that drunk that you can't remember yeah Um, and then you know what exactly did happen I mean it could be you know, she has this disturbing flashbacks, but is she remembering things correctly? Just what went on? Yeah, it's that's horrible. Scary. It's just been completely out of control, isn't it? It's absolutely awful. Yeah, yeah I think um, it could be the wake-up call she needs, but then, you know, let's be honest, you, you've got to then go and seek that help and be on the right track because she has been for such a long time and then just fallen off it, and that can happen to anyone. Yes, quite easily. Now, Coronation Street... Um, Next week, there's the trial of, of Corey and Kelly for the murder of Seb. Yes. Um, that sort of begins. And so this week, we see kind of some of the, 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 the precursor to that, the trial shenanigans. Yes. This is what I would call a bridging episode because, you know, it is re- you know we've had all of the Ty, the Fizz, and the Alina stuff. And next week, you know, we, we've got the trial of, of Corey and Kelly. You know, this is massive. So this week, they're, gonna, they're sort of bedding in little bits and boy are they are they are they interesting so you know Imran is representing Kelly Corey comes from a rich family and his dad's got pots of money and he's got a really good legal team and I'm, I'm using the word team here Hannah they've mm. got more than one because Kelly doesn't come from that kind of background she's you know her mum's not very good with her you know her dad as we know was the loan shark and uh, nobody knows this, but we all know that uh, Gary killed him and uh, buried him in the woods. So, so she doesn't have a dad. She thinks he's disappeared. Her mum's not standing up. So, you know, Im- Imran ha- and Toya have have um, sort of fostered her. But you know, Imran's just a man alone. You know, this kind of you know defence for uh, when you're in charge for killing somebody. That's a team. That's teamwork, isn't it? You need team of people, mm. Hannah. Mm, you really do and you need a good lot of people behind you I mean we see that don't we you know when there are really good looking divorce cases things like that and there's sort of the divorce lawyers that you know seem to uh, leave no stone unturned and no matter what they come off better so it is all about the yeah I mean it helps I should say having a good legal team it does and, you know, and then to add to this, Imran's horror, he discovers that his ex-wife, Sabine, is on the opposing team. That's not what you want to see, is it? <laughs> I mean, that's just not what you want us to be fronted with. So, you know, so he's struggling, he's tired, he needs help, and then his ex-wife is smirking at him from the opposing team, so... It's going to get messy, I'm guessing. I think it is going to get messy, but that's not the only thing that's going to get messy, is it? No. <laughs> because my favourite storyline, <laughs> Tyrone and Fizz. Now, Alina gets the wrong end of the stick this week, doesn't she? Because Ty and Fizz are talking and the heads are kind of together, and she thinks something's going on. Of course, we know that Tyrone sort of ended it, but it went very wrong and of course Alina thought that he was really declaring his undying love and he's gone down a road of, of no yes. return I mean for, for most of us there would be a return but not not for Tyrone he couldn't clear the, no. the, that mess up and of course you know she goes wild and says there's something going on between the two of you but instead of saying do you know what I don't feel the way I did about you or whatever he wanted to say no 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 what does he do Claire <laughs> So, so actually, it's it's not Alina that spots them. It's Emma, her friend. Oh, and tells Sorry. Alina. Yes, yes. So, uh, so Emma, Emma's Emma's lovely. We we you know Emma's Steve's daughter, and um, she's she used to be Tyrone's. Um, sorry, she used to be Alina's flatmate. So they're friends, and she you know how friends look out for each other. She sees you know Ty and 
fizzed with their heads together and she thinks hang on you know because she's one step back from it all isn't she she's mm. not emotionally involved so you know she thinks hang on and uh and then ty sees her thinking hang on you know he sees that she's spotted them together and uh he explains he was just talking to fizz about childcare and at that point when you're gabbling like that you know someone's not quite telling the truth because he's mm. trying desperately to say no 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 you didn't see anything there was nothing there to see uh and then to make really to say hey look i'm really into alina he goes out and buys a big expensive engagement ring a rock bigger than than gibraltar um, to prove his love (laughs) um so is this a cubic zircona on uh on tyrone's salary what is what's going on here well, you know, at the beginning of their relationship with Alina, he didn't have any money, so I'm not quite sure where he got this money exactly. to buy an engagement ring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that storyline. I, I think it'll go full circle. They'll be back together yes. before you know it. You watch this space. I'm a betting it's woman a- these days since I've been starting <laughs> these podcasts with you. <laughs> I really think it's going to be a Christmas thing. I think we're going to have ah. to. It's going to get... Because you know Christmas is coming, we have, we mustn't forget that. I know, I know. Uh, you know, people are going. Oh, it's, we haven't had August Bank Holiday yet, but Christmas is coming. And uh, you know, let, let's have a nice wedding at Christmas or something just before that to get uh, you know to get everyone going. I I really think that uh, that Coronation Street are going to take this as far as a wedding and perhaps you know Fizz to come marching down the aisles, going, no, 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 it should be me, it should be me. Yeah. Well. Watch this space. You heard it here first. Now, <laughs> Hollyoaks. This week, it's all about Mercy, Silver, Cher, and Romeo. Yes. So we like this is dysfunctional family at its best. I mean, really <laughs> at its best. Yes. <laughs> I do find I do find Hollyoaks do a dysfunctional family quite well. So, so we all knew that Cher was being really mean to her stepmother, Mercy. But anyway, apparently she's reformed now. And uh, she's upset that her dad, Silver, is scrambling for money for fertility treatment for Mercy and himself to start a family. Now, we know that, um, you know, Cher previously had made Mercy believe that she was pregnant and then she fitted her up for stealing Diane's baby. So, you know, there's a lot of history there. Um, and... Uh, but now, you know, but now Cher feel, we, we think that she's seen the er- error of her ways and she offers up her savings to her dad, which is a nice thing to do. Here, dad, she must have a lot of savings because, you know, fertility treatments are massively expensive. So, uh, so <laughs> she's got a lot of money from somewhere. Um, so she says, no, dad, you have my savings, put it towards the fertility treatment. And then she, she says to Romeo, her, her boyfriend, um, that those savings, you know, that she's given her dad the savings and that they were for their future together. Now, we all know, this makes Romeo really guilty because we all know, the fans, that Romeo had a one-night stand with Mercy, Cher's stepmom. So, as I said, dysfunctional family. They <laughs> Majorly. <laughs> Majorly. So, you know, no one is telling the truth to anyone in that family. So, you know, Romeo's not admitting to Cher that he slept with her stepmother. Mercy's feeling really guilty and hasn't um, admitted to Silver, her husband, that she slept with her stepdaughter's boyfriend. I have to think about this before oh I, before yeah, I gonna say, Yeah, this web of lies is quite hard to uh, <laughs> talk about. 
It is. And Silver is keeping it from Mercy that he's gone to horrible, horrible Fergus to get extra money so that they can have fertility treatment. So nobody goes to Fergus for money unless you're desperate, Hannah. No, you really don't. I mean, the thing is, this. I mean, really, they'd be better all to just sit down and sort of say truth or dare. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's have this out. So this is quite... Um, well, it's quite a nice storyline, actually, this week, isn't it? I suppose, Polly Oaks. Well, not nice, well, it, but I mean, it's, a diff- it's different to what we have been it's watching. It's very, very different. Because into this mix, of course, Donna Marie saw saw evidence that Mercy had had a, a one-night stand with Romeo. And um, she's been she's got incriminating footage. It's a one-night stand. It's not quite an affair. but And uh, she's been upping her blackmail demands. So as much as Silver's trying to get money for the fertility treatment, Mercy's trying to get money to pay Donna Marie. Donna Marie off um, and Mercy decides to sort Donna Marie out once and for all but uh, but um, as always in Hollyoaks there's a shock turn of events and Mercy has to deal with the repercussions of her recent actions mm. will, she will she still, she still have, have a marriage a... Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's the question on yes. all of our lips <laughs> right we'll leave that one there um, <laughs> EastEnders last but not least um very we've got very pregnant Linda now, haven't we? And yes. um, she's attacked in the Vic. It's pretty pretty gruesome. It is so. Linda, I looked at I looked at her the other day and thought you are just about to pop. She is, you know, she's in the latter stages of her pregnancy, so she she has a you know her pregnancy bump is is really quite noticeable. And um, we've had the lovely Whitney. She did a. a a um, charity singing gig in the Vic and they raised quite a bit of money you see so like obviously you could you know if you were sitting in the Vic in the Vic when it was all going on you could see how much money was going into this pot and a couple of thugs think oh we're gonna grab this so when all of the punters leave of course they 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 come back and wrestle with a pregnant Linda to to grab to grab this charity money um, and Zach is in the pub upstairs in Nancy's room still sneaking around behind Mick's back Hannah and uh, he rushes downstairs so will he be a hero and if he is will he get Mick's will he get back into Mick's good books hmm that I don't know. <laughs> that I don't know. I mean, Linda must be really close to her due date now, mustn't she? Well, I would say so. We haven't had any hint of any of that. So she got pregnant at Christmas. Well, you know, we're we're at the end of August, aren't we? So she's and this is like her fifth baby. It could come early. I mean, the yes. thing is, do we? I mean, we obviously know the Max situation. Is he? I mean, is he going to turn up? Are we going to see a, a, a Max Browning return? Well, you know, it's his baby. He's, uh, you know, he's already lost two children. I think it would be nice if he were to bond with this new baby. Mm, that's true. But that, well, maybe you're right. Maybe that is a Christmas turn up when she goes, she'll go off for mat leave and maybe she'll just do a, like a cameo appearance in between. So now I'm making yes. all this up now. Uh, <laughs> well, and anything could happen. Anything it, really? could happen. But she must, she must give birth soon unless, unless we go for a 10 or 11 month pregnancy <laughs> yeah i'm not sure that's a thing um unless you're an elephant i don't know how long elephants take but anyway it's uh, months. oh is it oh there you go i'm going down a rabbit hole now right um and Vinny spills the beans to tiffany um about dotty and keegan's one night stand so that's yeah. pretty pretty awful for her 
Well, we all know Vinny's sweet on Dottie, so, you know, he's got jealous. She's going to be jealous of uh, Keegan. Um, and, um, you know, so he wants to cause heartbreak. He's, he's angry. He's upset. And mm. Tiffany, you know, this, this breaks Tiffany's heart. I mean, I know that, you know, their marriage had been a bit of a gale falls 10 at, at the moment. It wasn't just, you know, it was just not having just a wobble. It, it, it is in serious trouble, I would say. Um, so, yeah, he had a one-night stand with Dottie. What's she going to say? She, you know, is this the end of their marriage? And is this the start of Tiffany leaving the square? Because there are rumours that Maisie Smith, who plays her, will not renew her contract. Right, OK. So this could be the out. But, I mean, it's a very lonely Christmas for Keegan, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it will be. Of his own I making. <laughs> I can't say we keep talking about Christmas, but yes, you know. I know, this is it's in media world, you have a kind of Christmas in July, and we're already working out what they've decided for Christmas, what are the big specials. You know, you've heard it here first, as we're telling you. This is what will be happening. <laughs> Might still be summer, but... <laughs> Well, another bump a week in Soapland, I'd say. Um, thank you very much for listening. And we will be back next week. Um, and I will grill Claire a little bit more and see if we can get any more gossip out of her. Thanks for listening. <laughs>